This is Elena in Motion, and you're tuned in to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast. Let's start the show. Ladies, and welcome back to the Millennial Mompreneur Podcast, where millennial women grow as CEOs of their bodies, babies, and businesses. My name is Elena, aka Elena in Motion, and I am your host of the show. Welcome back, ladies. So glad to have you. This is your first time tuning in. Thank you for tuning in to the Mill Mom Podcast. So happy that you guys are here, and I hope that you really enjoy the show. If you have not already, please make sure that you're taking time out to share the show, subscribe, and to review it and rate it. It really does help grow the show and our listenership and our community. So please make sure that you are doing that. So let's get into our first segment, which is me time. Now in this segment, this is just a reminder to mothers, millennial mompreneurs out there, to just take time to focus on you, reflect on what's going on in your life, what's going on in your week, and just how you're doing. So I am doing really good, actually. To this week that just happened um, was a really good week. And I felt like it was a really good week. Um, different compared to the other weeks that we've been in quarantine because I really just got into the practice of just letting go of the reins and loosening up a little bit. I think before I had been operating as if we were not in quarantine, like it was a regular day. And because of that, you know, in regular days, you plan, you just make sure that everything is more just like focused, right? And I feel like I was trying to carry that on into like COVID-19 quarantine and that was just like not popping. So I just had to just loosen up the reins and I just tapped into like my resources, things that I had around the house that I need, that I used. So for example, I have this book and if you follow us on Instagram, you you see like all the activities that we do, but I have this book that I hadn't really used because we're usually, Eden and I are not really home during the day. We're out, but it was this book that's called um, 150 Screen Free Activities for Kids. And it's for like babies, toddlers, and like preschoolers, I believe. And um, we have been doing like those activities. And there are a lot of DIY do-it-yourself activities that you can find like the ingredients in like your pantry. So like, for example, one activity was um, cornstarch. Uh, water and food coloring as like an option but like it was really simple stuff that you already have in your fridge and it keeps the kids busy it's like a sensory activity for them and we've been using that and Eden has been loving it so I actually linked the book into the show notes so if you want to check it out we have added that into our routine we've also added like our activity books that we've had so we have a preschool writing literacy and a preschool reading book or uh, not reading that is literacy but um 
writing math and literacy. And we probably would do like one page a day out of one of them because hello, she's two and a half attention span. So we have been doing like one activity a day, but it definitely adds like some uh, like an, an education element into our routine. So we've been doing that as well. Um, and what else have we done? Oh, we've done, we found this story time or not the story time, but a circle time by this lady named, and she's an educator. She, her name is Monica J Sutton on YouTube. And she does a circle time for every day of the week, Monday through Friday. And that's like 15 to 20 minutes. It's so great. She has like a shape of the week, a letter of the week. And there's one for um, Monday through Friday for each different day. So it's so awesome. And so I've linked everything that I'm talking about right now. I linked it all into the show notes. If you guys want to add these things into your routine, I highly, highly recommend, especially if you know, you're not as comfortable with a lot, a ton of screen time, like definitely try some of this stuff out, like for real. So adding these things into our routine and like getting staples have made it so much easier. And within that, like I would use my staples and then I would just kind of just free up the time like okay if you want to watch tv like that's cool I gotta get some work done and I'm telling you it has made all the difference so this has been a great week great week so yeah that's what's been going on with me so I hope you guys had a great week and I hope you guys are really like surviving the quarantine and just pushing through you know like whether you're building your business whether you're just trying to survive like I just hope that something good comes out of this quarantine for you guys. So yeah. So I am super excited about today's topic. So the title of this episode is From Hot Girl to Wifey, Three Ways to Own Your Evolution. So I think this topic is great because for the first four or five episodes that we've done and we've listened to, it really has just been more so like a life school or things and principles that you can take within the three components of millennial mompreneurship, which is in your body, your baby, or your business, right? And it's like the mindset behind it. Whereas this episode, we are really focusing on the journey, And I think it's so important to think about this because this can really, I think just really owning your evolution and owning who you are will give you that sustenance, give you that foundation to really focus on the other things, which is your body, your baby, and your business. So if you don't know what a hot girl is, hot girl is a term that um, a music artist, her name is Meg Thee Stallion, she uses. And when she describes what a hot girl is, a hot girl is someone who is unapologetically themselves, right? So they don't really care what anyone else is think, what else anyone else thinks, but they are just living up their life. And I said that I named this episode from Hot Girl to Wifey because I feel like a lot of us, when we were in our early 20s or mid 20s or late 20s, whatever, the season before you probably got married and had your child, you were living that hot girl life. And I know for me that when I was living that hot girl life and then I got pulled into wifeyhood, into motherhood, because mine happened pretty much all at once, <laughs> that it was a huge, huge culture shock, shock for me. 
Like, I was like, what is my life right now? Like, this is also new to me. Like, who am I? So let's take it from the top, right? So I was in college and I had a long-term boyfriend in college. Then we broke up. And when we broke up, I was about to I was about to go into like my last year, last year and a half, it turned out to be. And um I auditioned to be uh, an NFL cheerleader, made the team. I was 21, going on 22, and I was also stepping into my career. So I was an NFL cheerleader, and then I stepped into my career into fitness and like got my first fitness job. And my classes started to grow. I started getting really popular. And just like having a lot of access to just people and experiences that like if any 21 or 22 year old would have those experiences that they would be just like living it up and so quote unquote that's what I was doing I was living it up I was living my best life like I was like oh I got this on lock I got this dude on lock like it is what it is yes okay I got that daddy wishing all right okay (laughs) so I was you know I was out here I was living my my best hot girl, quote unquote, life. And I think when I, my husband, when he trapped me, no, I'm just playing. When my husband and I, we got together and then I moved to Atlanta. So I had like three things happen at once. I moved to a different state. I got married and I, well, I got pregnant and then I got married. And ultimately, you know, after I had my child, I just realized how much of my old life like I was attached to my circumstance and how things were and it's not even like when you're single it's not like it's just those few years you know that few years like five years or 10 years or whatever it's like training from like when you're born because when you're born you're not married to anyone you're not taking care of anyone you're not paying like everyone else's bills for the most part and so you're living 20 years 20 to 30 years with this ideology that you're just taking care of yourself that is all about you and then when you transition into wifeyhood and to motherhood it is a totally different world. And I'm actually leaving this article that I'm about to talk about like in the in the show notes as well. But there it's even scientifically proven that your brain and the structures in your brain, it changes after you have birth, like after you give birth. Like you are actually a different person chemically. And so we can't we can't uh, expect to be the same person that we were prior to stepping into the roles of motherhood and wifeyhood but we have to understand that that girl or whoever that you were or whatever you relate to um, in that season that person is still relevant and you have to own who that is earlier this week I actually had this revelation and this is why I decided this week to talk about it because I was praying I was in praise and worship and I was just talking to God because I just felt like you know with this new podcast and then with my fitness business coming out I'm like God I just want to please you but I felt like me saying oh God I want to just please you so much it had made me so afraid of just exposing myself, exposing my journey, like just sharing so much of who I was through the things that I'm called to do. 
And I was just crying because I just felt like I have been like super careful that it hasn't allowed me to move in the way that God has called me to move. And I would just remember sitting in prayer and I'm just like, God, I don't know what it is. Like, help me to not be fearful, have anxiety about this. And he was like, you have to trust the work that I have done in you and the work that I am doing in you. You are free. That is enough. You are enough. And I just want to tell somebody that today that you are enough. The work that is being done in you is enough. And just to be you and bump whoever doesn't get it, whoever doesn't receive what you have to offer, like you have to do you because somebody else is counting on it. And I realized that I was not ashamed of my story, but there are just parts of me that I was like, oh, like this was a mistake. Like, I'm not going to be that person anymore. Instead of realizing like, no, this happened. I learned from it. Like it is what it is. And this is me evolving. So today I want to talk about three ways to own your evolution from hot girl to wifey. So let's get into it. So number one is pretty obvious, but it's about accepting and embracing the changes. Accepting and embracing the changes. So earlier I mentioned about how I was in DC, I was living this certain lifestyle, and then after I got married and I had a child, like obviously that lifestyle changed, right? And for the longest, I was so committed and I was so attached to how things were that it limited me in appreciating what things could be. So I'm going to say that again. I was so attached to how things were that it was limiting me from appreciating how good things are and could be. And that includes in my marriage, in my household, in my career, like it includes all of those things. So the first step to accepting and embracing is detaching. So for me, that looked like detaching myself from ideologies that I developed from gaining confidence in the circumstance that I was with. So for example, I was like, well, I'm popping because my body is popping. I'm popping because I have like these two athletes on my line plus this other dude that I could call up and take me to brunch whenever. I'm popping because. So my source of beliefs, my source of happiness was being in the club of VIP. Like all of those things I attached with being happy in those circumstances. And first of all, that is definitely not going to serve me now. (laughs) Like ain't no way I'm going to be happy or think that I'm popping or all other things with that same mindset as a wife and a mom. Like that's just ludicrous. So understanding what you relate to, what your ideologies are behind, what makes you happy, what fulfills you. I understand that a lot of those things come from like an immature place, maybe even out of insecurity or whatever. Uh, but understand like in your hot girl season, like 
a lot of the, your basis of you feeling hot, a lot of the times, and not saying in all areas, but a lot of the times it had to do with your circumstance, your circumstance to be able to juggle guys, to control them, to pick and choose who you want to hustle. Like, I mean, let's be real here. Uh, so I had to detach myself from that and had to detach myself from what I thought would make me happy like I do not want to go to the club I don't even want to go to the club with my own husband like when he told me we were going to homecoming to have our homecoming this year I'm like you know that's great because he was like he wanted to go to like this party called a thousand bottles at Howard it's like a legendary but it's at a club and I'm like I don't I don't want to go to a club like I like literally have no like desire to go to a club you know, because I feel like when I used to go, it was just like to stunt on other people and to just be pretty. You know what I'm saying? And it's like, I don't want to go to the club. Like that doesn't even make me, that doesn't, that doesn't even make me happy. So it's like, I just had to understand, I had to detach myself from that. So that way I can accept and embrace the changes of like what makes me happy you know, and accept the changes and not only in just things that make me happy, but I had to accept the changes like within my body as well. And understanding that a lot of the time when I was a hot girl, I was using my body as a measure of confidence. And, you know, I'm not saying that changing your body or, or working on your body won't give you confidence because it will definitely help boost it. But it was like my primary source you know and so it was just it was a lot but detaching myself from my the ideologies of what I believe would make me happy or what I believe is a source of my happiness I had to detach myself and accept and embrace the new ways that uh, will make me happy in my current life so that is the first one accepting and embracing the changes so the next one, number two, actually plays off of that and like finding out what makes you happy. The next one is rediscovering yourself. So some questions that you should ask yourself is what do you like? What fits your life? Like, how do you even like to have sex now? Like, that is a real question. I was listening to this podcast. It's called Not Too Deep. Uh, it's a great, great show. And it's about sex, of course. And I was listening to their podcast and they were talking about how like, you know, when you get bored with your sex life, like don't be afraid to like rediscover and explore. And I thought that was so real. Like, I think that you can apply that whole ideology of rediscovering and exploring in your life in general. I also think a great clue to rediscovering you is kind of finding out what you did like in your hot girl life, right? And find a way, like find the pure things that you like doing within your hot girl life and like what you can bring into your new life. So for example, I love fine dining experiences. Like I love brunch with live bands, live music, and I love going out to dinner. That is something that I still make a point to do. Like I still try to do things that I used to love doing that I can bring into this new phase in my life, but also exploring other things that I like to do. So for example, 
Uh, I never really liked doing like music fests or anything like that. But ever since I got married, <laughs> Alec has just pressed us for going to like music fests and things like that. And like that is something that fits my life now, you know, like I can go to a music fest and just like have a couple of drinks, have a good time. And it is what it is. And I can twerk a little bit on my man. Like, that's fun, you know. But, like, that's something that I had to discover for myself. And another thing that I had to do, like, I used to wear a lot of weaves. I had nice natural hair, you know. But I used to wear a lot of weaves. And then after I had my child, like, I had a girl. So I was like, I'm not doing her hair. But, like, rediscovering my hair, I started having, I started um, my locks. And just, like, being on a lock journey, like, I've learned so much about myself. I learned how my hair works. I just have a new appreciation for me, like, my natural state. And it's, like, that is something that I had to rediscover. I had to rediscover my hair. So there's two steps to rediscovering yourself, right? It's going back and stepping back into who you were and as a hot girl and finding things that you enjoy doing that can still fit your life something that brought you joy whether it's fine dining whether it's going to the shooting range whether it's going to twerk classes like just finding something that you used to do in your former life and bringing that into you know your new phase of your life finding a way to fit that in and then on top of that building off of that building it by finding new things to do and joining those things together, making your evolution more fluid. So that is rediscovering yourself. So the last tip is to find your constant, find your constant. And this one may be actually the most important. So there is something that you have to have within change. There is some type of form of identity that you have to cling to when you are going through that much change. And I know for me, my constant has always been God. And that was even when I was living in my hot girl. Like maybe I wasn't as close to God as I could have been, you know, at the time. But God was still always a constant in my life. And my relationship just evolved. It got stronger, you know, as time went on. And I was able to, I believe, more easily rediscover myself. And I still am rediscovering myself for sure. But I think always having a root, something that grounds you, something that allows you to stay or have a foundation when things are going up, when things are going down. And I don't know what it is for you. So it may be God, it may be an affirmation, it may be an ideology that you believe will never change. Whatever it is, it's super important to have a constant because you need to have your identity tied to something that is not going to change because circumstances right? We see it. Life is always going to change. And if you have nothing to really base yourself on, then it's really just like circumstances have a, an advantage over, over you to overcome just your feelings, your thoughts, your being. And we don't want that. So finding out 
what it is that is constant. And maybe if you even have to go back into your life five, 10 years ago about something that you used to do, maybe you used to meditate, maybe you used to pray constantly, you know, even in your hot girl days and see if you can go deeper into what it is that you were attached to where you felt some, well, you felt an ounce of peace and go back to that constant and bring it into this new part of your life. Um, I think for me, going deeper in my relationship with Christ has allowed me to walk more boldly in my evolution. It's allowed me to feel freer in who I am. I don't need to wear no weave. Like, I don't need to be putting on like I used to. Like, I could just be me. And it's because I'm tied to something that I believe will always be a constant. So circumstances they can't, they can probably hit me a little bit where it hurts, but they can't drown me. Like they can't do anything to me because I am tied to a constant. So definitely just identifying yourself, identifying what a constant is in your life, what a constant, what constant showed up in your hot girl days that you believe that you can tie yourself to um, in this part of your life. So Let's go over those again. Number one is accepting and embracing. So that starts with detaching yourself from any ideologies or any circumstances that prevents you from enjoying the good life that you have now. Number two is rediscovering yourself, finding out what you like, finding out what you love to do back in the day, bringing some of that back with you and building off of that. And number three is finding your constant, tying your identity to a constant, something that will never change. Find out what it was. Maybe you had a hint of it in your past life, in your hot girl days, and understanding that that constant may still be relevant to you right now in wifeyhood and in motherhood. So, that is the end of this episode. I'm super excited about this because you guys, we will be doing a live Q&A on this episode this Friday at 3 p.m. on our Facebook page at The Mill Mom. So if you have any questions or testimonials about your hot girl days and how your evolution is to your wifey days and what you're doing now, please join me. My sister is going to be interviewing me. She's going to be asking me some questions about situations that I may have encountered, some feelings, um, and it's just going to be a good time. Yeah, so that's on Friday and that's going to be on Facebook at 3 p.m. All right, so that is it for me, guys. If you haven't already, please make sure that you follow us on Instagram. If you have any questions, DM me at The Mill Mom or my personal IG at Alina in Motion. Otherwise, guys, I will talk to you next week.